welcome to the Happy Teach Pod and to episode seven with myself and Jenny. <laughs> Hello, everyone. So this episode is all about well-being in schools. And so we called it How Does Effective Well-Being in Schools Lead to Happy Teachers? Um, it's all part of the month of kind of mental health and everything like that and to do with February um, and Roxy is going to start with a breakdown banter that I have no idea about. Yeah so I was I was try, I, on, I was online earlier and I was reading about other people's stories and then it's really reminded me of a story of my own um, so you know when you play YouTube clips in class or like any type of clip in class and um, the adverts come on like in the middle of the clip. I'm not talking about the <clears throat> the bit beforehand. You can kind of like play on or whatever else. Anyway, so like we're in the middle of a clip about probably about Jesus. Um, and then, <laughs> standard in my lessons. So we're in the middle of a clip about like Jesus or something. Anyway, and then a channel for like um, what's it called? Channel for advert came up. And it was two seals. And I still remember the advert to this day. I have no idea what it was, what it was about, but it was two seals, and one seal was slapping the other seal's ass. <laughs> oh. <laughs> did you just say arse on our podcast? You did. I did, I did. I, I'm allowed to say it because it's in the context of that advert that was being shown. <laughs> and then I literally was like, I was like, oh my god, guys. Um, and then like they were making all these like sounds you know like seal sounds obviously and like the slapping sound I was like oh my god like obviously some like sexual innuendo of this advert I'm thinking this is a clip about Jesus why on earth are they showing seals like slapping each other like what is going on here uh the laughter in the class that I got I mean I couldn't I just had to laugh along with them in the end I was yes, what else? Like, what can I do like I cannot choose the adverts that come on <laughs> in the middle of these clips what um do you know what it was advertising i don't know it was some i don't know probably some like biscuits or something like that it wasn't anything like on the world like but it was just like I'm, I'm gonna have to find the advert maybe i have to play like a little section of it over in if you watch on youtube <laughs> so that you can see the advert because i still remember it now and i was just thinking and then I just had that dread every time I played a clip, like in the lessons afterwards, I was like, no, not the seal advert again, please. Like, I can't, I can't be dealing with, with the innuendos. And I think it was like a year 10 or year 11 class. So they were, obviously they, they got it and they would, they thought it was hilarious, but at least I got the laughs from the kids. Um, but yeah, I'm sure other people have had those awkward moments in lesson. Um, yeah, no, you get them a lot, don't you? And and why oh, it's so annoying, isn't it? When it's an advert right in the middle, because as you say, it's one of the beginning, you can obviously have it playing in the background, have it silenced, have the video clip just ready to go. Yeah, this one literally, we're in the middle of watching the clip, and it like popped up on the screen, so there was no way of me like stopping it or skipping the advert. It was already <laughs> done by the time I was able to get to the computer and like try and turn it off. So. Yeah, anyway, teacher error right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fun though. A fun, fun little kind of a little gap. I guess so today we want we really wanted to talk about well-being in schools because this month we've been talking about mental health and um I think like a big part of that is that 
I feel like recently, maybe, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Jenny, but I feel like there's been more of a concentration on teacher well-being in the last few years. Maybe post-COVID, potentially. Mm. Maybe it's because, yeah, we spent like so much time at home and it was like hard on everybody's mental health. I don't know, but I feel like schools are trying, or the schools that, well, we're going to talk about today, like a bit of both, but I've been at schools where they really like, they're really gunning for the teacher well-being um and so something that we thought you know we it would be good to kind of talk about to see what our experiences are but also like to ask what other people's experiences are as well afterwards you know like has anyone had any really fun well-being experiences because I think for me today I kind of wanted to start off with like my ideal well-being as a teacher is something really fun that doesn't isn't necessarily anything to do with teaching at all like just something really fun that I kind of like would enjoy doing with my mates or whatever else so um one time my uh one of my previous schools they ran like almost like a pub quiz style thing um and I know you're going to talk about this later Jenny about this idea of uh doing well-being in the evenings or like in your like twilight sessions or whatever else and this was in the twilight session so it did it did give it a little bit of a taint the fact that you know we were kind of almost forced to do it in an after school hour so I was just going to check with that when you say it was in a twilight so was it as a scheduled inset in the evening so for like non-teachers out there so it wasn't here's an evening activity do you want to come along it was part of your teacher training but they were doing that as a well-being activity yeah that's right so not well, not teacher training I think like some of the twilights were dedicated it was like one twilight a term was dedicated to teacher well-being mm-hmm. which is great in premise like I love the idea of like dedicating some of that time that because I guess with twilights, you you have to do those hours, right? You have to do twilight hours anyway um, to make up time. I just don't think I've worked at a school with twilight sessions before, so I don't think even I fully know. So is twilight all part of insets? Like there's an allocated number of hours? We don't have insets. At my current school, we don't have insets at all, pretty much. Um, only right at the very beginning of the year um, do we have an inset. Other than that, we don't have any insets. We have twilights instead. Okay. Because then we get some extra, extra days <laughs> at the end of the year, um, which is because we've done twilight. But like my husband's school, he has to do twilight every week for half an hour, or I think it's half an hour or an hour, I can't remember. Um, and this is to make up for time where his school gives him off for Eid. Um, and stuff like that so yeah and it's to do with the fact isn't it that in a state school there's a core number of hours that the students have to be in over the year isn't there and then a core number of hours the teachers have to be in that's right yeah so those core hours your school this particular school was dedicating to well-being in the twilight time yes so they this was in a previous school they done like uh I think it was a twilight term was dedicated to well-being staff well-being um and in one of those they ran a little like almost like a pub quizzy type thing which was fun but like I said obviously I would have preferred that it was like not in school hours or whatever else but um you know not in school hours no that it was in school hours or that it, Sorry, that it was in school like if yeah. they were doing well-being like it was you know a thing of 
it was maybe on a lunchtime or something. I don't know, like, or even they could have included it on an inset day or something like that, like a day where you actually had time dedicated to well-being. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just the thought that was going through my mind. What would I actually like to do? Mm. So it's interesting because when I was thinking about it, when you were saying yours is something fun, I was thinking mine doesn't sound fun at all. <laughs> I'm about to say but for me I was thinking about well-being in the kind of broader sense of what does that mean in terms of being well and that you have you know you might in a school have a well-being coordinator or you know you get told this is a well-being twilight and actually for me well-being is more to do with a much broader thing than that it's more to do I was thinking about this about anyone that's a school leader and any time they make a decision, do they have the well-being of all staff at the forefront of their mind when they're making that decision? And I was mainly thinking about anything to do with the school calendar and kind of planning things in advance. And so I think schools that do well-being very well are schools that on day one of the September term give you your calendar for the year, you know everything. So, you know, from a parental point of view, I can manage all the childcare arrangements. I know exactly when all the parents' evenings are. I know exactly when all the data drops are. Mm. And actually, when I think it's a school's being bad for my well-being, it's when things are just kind of, you know, sprung on me without telling me about it in advance. Yeah. So for me, that that's what I care about. I think kind of making me do a well-being activity outside of school hours would drive me mad. <laughs> I can I can go to an actual pub and do a pub yeah. quiz. And do a quiz. Yeah, yeah. That's um, very true. And what makes my well being high is that I am empowered to be able to plan ahead however I want to plan ahead because mm. I know all the deadlines, whether that's the deadlines within my department for coursework or something, and also deadlines from a senior leadership level. And I think anytime something sprung on me or even if I know the whole calendar, but there's these, you know, very small pinch points, you know, if you've got all these exams and then you've only got a few days to mark it, I think that's bad for my well-being. So therefore, leaders and senior leaders that always think about, OK, when I make this decision or give this calendar, you know, it's it's enough time for that part time member of staff. It's enough for that full time math teacher who's got that many classes. Then I think that's true well-being. Mm. isn't that interesting because it's important to get lots of different teachers perspectives on well-being I think mm. when you're kind of planning that in because we spoke about this before like this tokenistic kind of well-being whereas you're talking about like a long-term well-being rather than like this short-term tokenistic like free lunch or whatever you want to call it like kind of idea instead you're talking about kind of looking at the holistic well-being of a teacher which I like I like a lot and actually I think sometimes schools try to kind of shove in the well-being and like they're like oh you know we've put in a free breakfast because that's like shoving in the well-being or like whatever and then actually you've not thought you know, like what you just said about pinch points, for example, um, or a time of year where you're feeling extremely stressed out, like maybe the mock time, yeah, the mock period when you're marking lots and whatever else. Um, and and I'm sure I've said this to you before, for me, 
the best thing well-being wise is time is is like can you give me some time back so again I know I've mentioned this before about duvet days or like um some kind of time where I can dictate what I'm doing with my time not somebody else dictating what I'm doing with my time but it's hard because do you feel like then it's just really difficult to actually you're you're never going to please everybody you're never going to please any everybody are you but it's a bit kind of like what you said just there about kind of thinking about different teachers and speaking to different teachers and I think we said this in another podcast as well about kind of surveying and doing an effective survey to find out what well-being means and so you know you might get this significant percentage that do want a pub quiz night organized and so you can make that happen um but other people might say actually you know what I want is this half day protected to get on with this marking or whatever it is that I need to get on with um and I think what we're saying here it all sounds a bit more complicated doesn't it but that's the whole point because a staff body is complicated different people have different needs and desires at various stages of their mm-hmm. career so in yeah. my early 20s I would think well-being would be oh they've organized a night out for us they've organized I don't know yet wine after work on a Friday or something um <laughs> I remember one school did do that the assistant head brought out like she had a very good wine collection and she'd bring <laughs> out her favorite one of her favorite bottles that's quite expensive oh, each week and we <laughs> We sit and discuss her wine. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Oh, this is a little bit off topic, but do you remember like when we wait, were you were you at our school when we got the outstanding and we got treated to going to one of the governor's houses? Yes. Yes, you were. And that oh that was great well being. We got like <laughs> We got that dip. was amazing. That was a governor's house who lived in a very wealthy part of London. Yeah, and the house really was quite a few million pounds. Yeah. Oh, and he had a library. I remember we went to his library and like everyone was yeah. like drinking like cognac in the library. I was like, wow, this is so And his, his toilet was bigger than, you know, my upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember I had to ask someone where the toilet was and it was like down in the basement and the basement was massive and I was like oh my god I'm gonna be able to find this toilet um but like those types of things are always appreciated like when when I feel like they've genuinely taken the time and consideration yeah to to kind of really think about what would make everybody really happy that really actually goes a long way with me if the, if I know that they've actually thought about it like for us that was such a treat like we 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 you know as teachers we don't we don't get yeah like that because we don't work in a privatized industry where you've got like millions of pounds to be like yeah. spending on these types of and, and I don't know about you but I don't know any millionaires so I can't just you know nip around to my friend's house <laughs> no I don't know any millionaires <laughs> so I feel like yeah we you know we were it was almost like we were rewarded, but it was like so nice for our, our well-being. Like we just kind of got to go and like do this thing that was so unusual. Um, and it, it was really, really nice. And we, we've obviously spoken about before at that school, we had that um, we had the day um, where we were allowed to kind of like do something that we were really passionate about. And that's another thing that I always really appreciated that they again, that was to do with the thought, the care and the consideration that went into 
how we were going to spend our time. Um, So I have been at a school where they have done a well a family week I think they called it or well-being week I can't remember where it was like the whole week was supposed to be like no after school meetings no clubs after school like so basically the whole idea was that after school you could go home basically like you'd come in to you know teach whatever and then you were able to go home like you didn't really have to stay after school but I think it was like they literally cancelled everything detentions whatever like I think SLT used to run those I didn't even have to run them but then at the same time, so that was all well and good. So if you actually think about it, I'm like, okay, that's that's nice. Like I get to go home every day. Like I get to see my kids, you know, earlier on in the day and blah, blah, blah. But actually, like it ended up, one of the weeks ended up being a massive pinch point in the year. And I think it was something to do with examinations. I can't remember what time of year it was. And it ended up being not a well-being week because they hadn't actually thought about where they were putting it in the calendar, which lends itself to your point from before. I was about to say, I think so much of what we're saying lends itself to being a super organised senior leader, like really looking ahead and thinking, when do we do this? That is actually a beneficial time of year. And then also, you know, when we talk about that event about after we got the Ofsted Outstanding, when when we are going to do this event how are we going to make it different from people's ordinary lives so mm. they're not foregoing yeah you know a night out they could have with their friends it's actually something different so it's really considered in terms of the planning of when it's going to happen but also yeah. in terms of what it is as well mm. and I think I mean because you we used to do like a I think and this is because we were a growing school at the time I think we used to do a day um towards kind of the end of the academic year where it was uh staff um what was it called like a staff not staff party like it was a staff remember it was an inset day but we would go and they would also pay for our hotel stay like dinner um the staff away day that we had at our joint school is that the one you mean yeah, yeah like a staff away day so although it was lots of cpd and lots of kind of teach training it was also to build um, connections, wasn't it, between people and kind of like make people, I can't think of what I'm thinking of, I can't think of the word, make people have like better teamwork, teamworking skills and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Now, even those kinds of things, I feel like when you're made to feel a little bit like special, like, you know, like you've got like something different, like compared to other schools, um, that's always nice as well. Um, but yeah I I literally I feel like with well-being in schools I will take what is given because I do feel like a lot of the time and I don't know you might have had a completely different experience at a private school you can obviously talk about that in a second but I feel like a lot of the time it's like we're almost like scrambling for those well-being you know kind of moments or whatever else and it's like if they're going to give it I'm taking it even if it is a free breakfast or um you know, an after school inset that's cancelled or whatever else, just to, you know, give give some kind of well-being. My school had Ofsted last week mm-hmm. and we were supposed to have a twilight tomorrow and they cancelled the twilight and they said, um, you know, it's been really, you know, it's it's been like a lot last week. We're going to give you that off this week. So just, you know, the head said this morning, just go home. Like, we don't want you to stay at school. So that was nice. On that though, does that then have to get made up at another time? 
I don't think they will do that this time because this was like a ad hoc, like, you know, like this is because we had Ofsted last week. So okay. we like to kind of give you back some time because, you know, a lot of people stayed late at work last yes. week and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and so I think I, I really appreciate that, actually, because I was like, oh, yeah, actually, I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think to myself, oh, yeah, we've got twilight tomorrow. We have to stay till mm-hmm. five o'clock or whatever time it is, whatever time it finishes. Um, but yeah, what's your, what's your experience? I, I'm interested to know, actually, what do they do at private school that you feel like? It's like a well-being perk, Jenny, because I feel like there's some well-being perks in there. You're gonna, I'm gonna be so very. Besides, yeah, wine and cheese evening that I've just uh, mentioned. <laughs> um, do you know what? When you're saying that, it's making me think that joint school that we worked at, which was a state school. Mm. I think that was probably some of my best well-being, mm. and I think that's partly helped by the fact that we've obviously alluded to that one of the governors had some money available I think that definitely makes a difference doesn't it like if yeah. they're with one of the governors or whoever is inputting money into these kind of mm. events because you know a normal school is not just going to have this what money just like lying around or whatever else yeah. and- but the interesting point is you might think someone listening that's only ever worked in state schools or just you know someone that just doesn't really know what goes on in private schools you might think we'd have really good well-being because you know there's more money but I guess it's this idea that the parents are putting that money Mm. to pay for their children's education and they know that a big chunk of it goes on teachers wages but I don't think I think you'd have to be quite careful how you manage well-being so it doesn't look to the parents like we're spending your fees on giving you know giving (laughs) the staff a great night out um one thing that a school has did that I really liked they did something um where we all got a prize at Christmas time instead mm. of just everyone getting an identical you know same bottle of wine or whatever oh. it was they did it as a kind of tombola so you picked a raffle ticket okay and you went into the head's um office um, and then you found you know the corresponding raffle ticket and they bought really nice things that were all of quite a decent value. But, you know, there was wine, there was chocolates, there was various different things. And I got the impression, like, I was very happy with mine. I think I got a good one. But I got the impression, you know, if you were like, oh, actually, I don't drink, they'd obviously give you a different one. But it was just nice that it wasn't one size fits all. It was like there was lots of different things available. And it was also just a bit of a fun activity that you were, you know, doing tombola. In my husband's school, they done, um, what did they call it? I don't think they called it Secret Santa because he worked at a school with a lot of Muslim students. So I think they called it something else. But it was like Secret Santa at Christmas time, just between the staff. like, And that was a well-being thing. It was actually by their well-being like, coordinator, who is a friend of mine. And, um, and <laughs> my husband actually got a woman he'd never, literally never met before because he's at a two-site school. So he'd never met her. He didn't know who she was. And he was like, I don't know what to get. I don't know what to get because I really genuinely do not know her uh-huh. at all. Like, I, uh, he goes, you know, I don't want to get her alcohol because she might be Muslim. Like, I don't know. I don't want to get her chocolate because she might have diabetes. <laughs> he, was like, he was like, right, I'm going to plump for a candle. <laughs> uh-huh. Everybody likes candles. And I was like, yeah, it actually stressed him out more just because he didn't know this person. And it was um, 
I think the way my friend had done it was like everybody got somebody. So it wasn't a choice thing of like if yeah. you want to be in it. It was it was like a thing of, oh, everyone should be involved. Um at which again, I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm a big fan yeah. of that. Um So because... one thing one of the schools I've worked at does is a similar thing to that, but it's actually called I can't actually remember the name of it now, but the idea is it's not one gift for Christmas. It's yeah. in that whole first term, which is quite often, you know, the most difficult term, you know, getting into winter and everything. And you're someone's kind of secret angel for that whole term. Oh, that's nice. That's and the nice. idea is um they put they did it the first year um you know as a trial and it was great but in the second year they kind of learned from any kind of little errors and things and what they did was they said roughly we're not telling you what to do or how much to spend but roughly think over the course of a term you might give around three to five little gifts um for your particular person um and they really specified that you shouldn't be spending more than £10 okay. but actually your gifts could be something that don't cost any money at all like it might be that you baked some cookies at home and you put some spare cookies in their pigeonhole or it might be that you found a really beautiful inspirational quote and you put it in their pigeonhole um, or really you notice they've done you know a really good job and you just write a message about what an amazing teacher you think they are um, and I, I, I've partly looked out because I've had some very good angels um, that gave me a lot of presents. <laughs> um, but I did like that. It was good because it wasn't just kind of, you know, on the very last day, get a gift or just after Ofsted, get a gift. It was like, you know, I might go to my pigeonhole on a random Wednesday and there was some nice lip balm and a candle. I was just about to say, was it food related, Jenny? Because I feel like that. So I, you never get to find out who your uh, angel is, but mm. I think whoever it is always speaks to people that know me or they know me because I do get a lot of chocolate. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, if I'd got you, I would have definitely been bringing you little snacks every <laughs> every now and again. I'd be like putting the snacks in the pigeonhole. <laughs> <laughs> what snacks did you used to have in your office back in the day? I can't remember. It's all about the um, kiwi. It's all about the emergency kiwi. <laughs> Well, yeah, you were the one that introduced me to eating kiwi with the skin on, and I still do now. There we go. <laughs> and you know what? The other day I was actually eating a kiwi, because I've got some in my fruit bowl right now, actually. And um, my mother-in-law was like, you can't eat with the skin. And I was like, yes, you can. In actual fact, it has more vitamin C than an orange. <laughs> Do you know what? We're saying that live on a podcast. That's what my mum told me, and I believed her. Which I should probably verify that that's true. No, but no. Either Oh, it does. It does. Okay, good. It has more vitamin C in the skin of a kiwi than a whole orange. So, yeah. Presumably, if you ate the skin of an orange, there might be. No one's going to do that, are they? That would be very perfumed. I'm not sure if I'd want to eat the skin of an orange. Although, I, oh, I mean, I won't, maybe I won't include this in the podcast, but I used to eat the, you know, like the white pith of the orange. I actually really like that. Taste of nothing. Oh, no, I don't. So, that's what you mind. I mean, again, maybe don't put this in the podcast, but. um. <laughs> The other day, a long time ago, let's not say, no, definitely don't include this, but just very quickly. Um, a kid, I was looking, I was teaching the class and I was looking and one of them was like this. What is going on? And they were drinking their water, but they had some lemon in the water. And then they'd accidentally put the lemon in their mouth and they didn't know what to do. So it just oh stayed like God. that. And then they were sort of trying to munch through it because they felt like they couldn't just take it out their mouth. And in the end, I, they just ate the lemon. 
that was me as a kid. I would have eaten. I, I still know actually. I would eat a lemon. I would eat a whole lemon. Yeah, nice, nice and easy. I really like sour things though, so that's uh, like but really. The skin as well. Fun. You'd eat the lemon skin. Mm, that would be a push to eat the lemon skin. But, but it's been done. It's been known that you've done that. Slice of lemon. Yeah, I could eat the lemon skin. Whole lemon. New things about you. That would give me a stomachache, I think, if I ate whole lemon. Yeah, so uh, Jenny, you were going to do get in the bin today. So I'm interested to know what would you put in the bin? So, yeah, so my get in the bin is any well-being that takes place before 8.30 in the morning. I love that. I just think if you're putting on something before 8 30 mm. that is not good for my well-being yeah what like, I, like a free breakfast or something like that yeah if it's something making me get in earlier than I normally do to get a free breakfast I would rather pay the 37 pence that it costs me to have my own boiled egg at home yeah I see what you mean um because actually it's all again it's almost like this uh forced well-being that we were talking about earlier it's like even when it's after school so it's after school before before your kind of like school hours or whatever you want to uh, kind of call it because what time do you have to be in school depends what day i'm working but at the earliest if there's a um staff meeting it would be 8 15. yeah so let's say you know you're normally in by 8 15 or whatever um, and actually, really, if they're offering you free b- breakfast, you're kind of going to have to go in earlier than that, aren't you, to sit down, eat your breakfast and whatever else. So for me, like, I already get to school. Well, I try to get to school for 7.45, but if you see my lipstick in the car, then it's usually... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I would feel more, like, rushed in the morning to actually well, yeah. go and do that well-being. Yeah, what if it's interfering with you getting your lipstick on? You're like, I've got to get to this free well-being breakfast and I don't have any lipstick on. <laughs> Yes, so, exactly. And you know what, for me, and maybe I'm not thinking this through because I've never been in charge of a school's well-being, but for me, it's like whatever you were planning on doing at breakfast time, just do it at break time. Yeah, yeah, that's so true, actually. Why do they have to do it at breakfast time? It's a perfect 20-minute slot. Yeah. Yes, there might be one or two members of staff on break time duty, but surely there's also one or two members of staff on you know, late duty or various morning duties at the breakfast yeah. time slot. So do your well-being at 10.30. Mm, yeah, that's so true. That is so true. I mean, you get, what? Well, how long's your break time though? Your break time's a long break time, isn't it? 25 minutes. Oh, no, well, okay. Mine's 30 minutes, actually. They they uh, <laughs> elongated the break time because mm-hmm. they uh, elongated the school day this year. Um, slightly, right. only ever so slightly, but... Um, that was to do with those the hours you were talking about earlier it's like okay. like a certain amount of hours in the year or whatever it is I can't remember I digress anyway um, but, um... <laughs> so, so linked to that so my get in the bin is well-being outside of the school hours yeah unless it's something really special like we talked about that's planned far in advance yeah. that's you know a celebration of how well you did on a school inspection so we're organizing this amazing night out that is obviously completely optional fine I'm not against that at all but when I think it's they're trying to do something for all members of staff Mm. I kind of think if you offer a well-being breakfast you're kind of saying to everyone oh you should really be in at this time anyway 
that's the message it seems to give to me yeah. and then it goes back to that whole idea about presenteeism and it's like well if I don't have to be at a meeting till late 15 why would I be in school at 7 45 yes 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 that is very true yeah you're right it's the optics isn't it it's what it makes it look like um yeah. you know that all the other staff are getting in uh earlier than you and then you end up feeling this almost like this guilt for not getting in you know earlier than you're contractually yeah. having and do you know what I, I don't think the schools that do this are necessarily thinking that it's just how it feels to me as someone that doesn't get in you know 30 minutes before meetings because I've already done my work the day before so I've got no reason to get in at 7:45. so for me the kind of go for the win is if you are going to do a snack related treat which I'm very much on board with yeah give me all the snacks (laughs) just do it in the working hours yeah yeah no I I agree I agree and they can do it within the working hours I feel like I don't feel like they have to do it outside of those working hours and it's even things like I don't know if schools that you've worked at do this but you know they might do a special Christmas lunch and it's for staff Mm -hmm. and students but I think that's part of well-being it's for everyone's well-being but I quite like I'm like oh it's Christmas roast dinner today or or maybe we're celebrating a different religious festival but Mm -hmm. we're having some quite exciting food that's a bit different I think that's quite good for well-being um so thanks for listening guys yeah thank you very much I was just trying to look ahead to what our next episode is on so in March we are looking ahead to job applications and how do happy teachers apply for a new role yeah so we've got a bit of a mixture in March but we're mainly yeah going to be thinking about how to apply for a role a little bit about interviews um and guest speakers we've got some guest speakers yeah yeah so we're we're very excited about that um so yeah listen in tune in and we hope to see you or speak to you again soon yeah thank you for listening bye bye